Hey, cool dude, can I play too? Uh, uh, it's only a one-player game. Well, then how come it says second-player score? <laughs> You're listening to the Second Player Speaks podcast with Nerdpunk's Second Player Score. Alright, so here we are with another episode of Second Player Speaks, the official podcast of Second Player Score, the band. I am Brian and we have Kyle and Dan. I am Kyle. Uh, Dan. <laughs> and uh, if my voice sounds a little froggy today, it's because we played a show yesterday. Our uh, first like official show. I mean, we had, we actually had a warm up at the uh, Autism Empowerment Picnic. Mm. Kind of an acoustic warm up there. But yeah, but this is kind of our first full band show since COVID. So, uh, but yeah, uh, we played at the Vancouver Brewfest. Uh, which is put on by the Washington Beer Commission, and we had a really fun time. It was a uh, it was our third brew fest. We we did them back in like 2016 and 2017, and then uh, you know in a couple of years we didn't play, and then COVID happened, and then now. So we were very uh, happy to be invited back, and so yes, yeah, so it was a little, it was a lot of fun. Uh, we played an hour of stuff, and uh, yeah, it was a, it was a good time. So a lot of people going crazy out there. Yeah. Oh yeah, there just enough buzz. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, very good beer, uh, lots of fun. Um, we can talk about the we can talk about it a little bit more during the uh, the beer section of the show. But anyway, if you are, have been listening to this show, then you know that we talk about our three favorite subjects. We talk about a rock band or a punk band or something like that. We talk about something from pop culture, and we talk about and drink beer. All right, so we got a lot to get to this time, and uh, I'm gonna duck over here and get my notes. All right, I'm back. <laughs> and uh, so for the for the band, um, they're 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 called Escape from the Zoo, and there's a story behind why we're doing this band this week. Um, I'm just gonna let you tell it. So, uh, so we did Days and Days, a uh, couple, couple episodes couple ago, episodes mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. and during that episode, of course, we're, we're talking about how you know these guys are using. Uh, um, not traditional instruments because they didn't have access to that and how awesome they were and you know how great it would be if they had electric instruments like would they just be like all over like just just fucking ungodly yeah you know, I, they, I, li- I went back and I re-listened to the episode yeah. and you specifically said I wonder what these guys would sound like if they were playing with like you know regular instruments right mm-hmm. and so they heard the episode and they said guess what we do. They <laughs> <laughs> started a side project, Escape from the Zoo. And so, uh, so yeah, so since then, I've added them to the Quit Getting Squatchy show, and and now we're talking about them now. So, um, I, I, I think they do a, a fine job uh, acoustically. Well, I guess, would it be acoustic? What they do is days and days. Yeah, yeah. All acoustically, analog. and then and then electric. They are also fabulous. Uh, really enjoyed listening to uh, Escape from the Zoo. Um, I think that there is a, a, a heavy rancid in influence mm-hmm. going on there. Uh, uh, most of their stuff definitely a um, you know kind of a ska um, kind of sound. And then um, I don't know if you guys remember listening to them. I used to play them on my old radio show a lot but faithless saints out of portland okay i remember that um, name you know uh robert uh Irican, 
who does a lot of recording over in uh, Portland. He was the singer. And then they've kind of gone on to do a couple of bands uh, outside of Faithless Saints. Mm. It's kind of like Faithless Saints and then like a couple of the guys from Faithless Saints will get together with maybe a couple of guys not from Faithless Saints. And now they have a band. And then some other guys from Faithless Saints and some of those guys completely not from Faithless Saints, they also get together. And now there's another offset of... <laughs> yeah, it's really crazy. There's a, there's, there's a lot of nepotism involved. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, uh, they're all really good bands, by the way. Okay. But uh, mm-hmm. so their singer the 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 guy that's got kind of the screamy thing going on sounds i it's i thought it was robert when i first heard it i'm like what robert cannot be involved with this band there's no way <laughs> like i would know about this already yeah, right yeah. Mm-hmm. so uh mm-hmm. but yeah sounds just like him uh hmm. when he's singing so uh but anyway yeah i i think that uh if um escape from the zoo ever comes through this area uh, I faithless saints should definitely be like they are they are the no brainer support act mm. uh, because they don't sound just like them. I mean, you don't want to have two bands bands sound exactly alike, but they're like the vibe that they're on is like exactly the same. Cool. cool. Yeah. Dude, I want that gig, man. <laughs> we will play that. Gig. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, we would also be a support act, but uh, oh, so just to clarify, um, Escape from the Zoo actually has it, it only shares one member with Days and Days, just you know the singer. Yeah, just the singer. Uh, yep. Jesse Sendejas, um, and uh, he's a singer, guitar player, and uh, actually Escape from the Zoo has actually been around since 2014. So they've oh. been they've been kicking around for, mm-hmm. for quite some time now. Gotcha. They actually have like a, they have a, quite a discography. They have like a couple of EPs, a couple of albums, a couple of split EPs, like a split single. So, you know, so a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I think what you're saying about their sound is, you know, pretty spot on. I, I did think like, you know, they don't sound like, they're, they're not just, you know, straight up punk. They, they still have kind of that Days and Days sort of vibe. Yes, yeah, yeah. very much. Especially in the lyrics and with how like that, the rhythm and how he like expresses certain lines and how he closes it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can totally tell like, oh, yeah, Days and Days. Yeah. But with a much higher energy ska sometimes big band kind of feel right yeah, yeah and then even like that pop punk song had like a piano sneaking in in the back and i'm like right. dude mm-hmm. what else are they like damn <laughs> yeah so they do you know sneak in a bunch of other instrumentation as well and so, mm-hmm. so it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a cool vibe cool and sound. you say the singer jesse yeah was jesse his name i think that's who uh was contacting yeah he's the one that sent the message yep. okay yeah so uh he is also a very big uh bob's burgers fan Ah, mm-hmm. yes, huge Bob's Burgers. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that song, Sentient Beer. Did you hear that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's one of my all-time favorites. Now I was like nice. blasting yeah. it on the way over the bridge because I was stuck in traffic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what's uh, so you know what's cool is I was reading. Uh, There's an interview with him on on the internet um, when he was talking about you know Escape from the Zoo, and I guess um, in the interview he talks about. I guess he had a conversation with his dad. I think this was like when he was younger or whatever. And so, um, I think his dad. If, if I remember correctly, his dad said something along the lines of um, like the things that he enjoys are are bands or songs that have you know basically like downer lyrics, but with combined with happy music. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, that's a formula that's mm. kind of familiar. Yes, <laughs> no, their songs are deep, man. Wow, his dad, but just like days and days, to get a load of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that whole you know downer lyrics that plus happy music kind of thing, and yeah, so like, hey, that's cool. That's uh, that's kind of what we do here. So, I like to crack pipe. 
Oh, that's like a deep ass song. I like that song. I, that I think good. they also play that in Days and Days too, but like that, that their version of it. Ah, gotcha. I uh, was like, ooh. And yeah. I can't remember it. So on whatever that was, I think it was an EP. There was one other song, and I can't remember the name of it, but it was incredibly challenging to even think to how to pronounce it. Oh, okay. It was, you know, some kind of play on words, <laughs> uh-huh. but I was just so impressed. It was kind of mm-hmm. like that supercalifragilisticexpialidocious <laughs> kind of thing. It was just this immense word uh, and, uh, you know, with a, an immensely cool song. Uh, that it was okay, I am so about. curious now <laughs> okay yeah I, I'm looking telling it up you, on his phone it, it was uh, it was um, it was quite the challenge and uh, brought up a, a lot of you know wait wasted years EP no no it's the one with the blue cover and like oh all cells are bogus yes that one. Oh god Apollo get a parrot oh shit <laughs> <laughs> I fucked it up <laughs> Apollo get a paroxysm Right. Par- paroxysm? Yeah. Right? <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. my crack pipe point taken. Yeah. Sorry, Jesse. We, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> that was, that, I, I don't I know how someone comes up with a word like that. I don't know if it's Apologetic an existing word or a made up word, but either way, impressive. Impressive word. And I love when people like do weird shit like that. Titling. Uh, just love it. So, yeah. So, anyway. I was very happy about Escape from the Zoo. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad the guys from Days and Days were listening to the podcast, so we could get that little additional uh, input and uh, uh, make for for Who a knows? good. Who There's band. probably more side projects to go down this rabbit hole, right? <laughs> <laughs> I would not be surprised if you guys listen to this one. What other side projects yeah. <laughs> do we need to be listening to? We'll go on that whole train from there. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but okay. So yeah. So that's uh, Escape from the Zoo. Also from Houston because Days and Days are from Houston. But yeah. So from Houston. All right. Uh, yeah. So check those guys out. All right. Uh, moving on to the pop culture section of the show. Uh, we're going to talk about a movie on Netflix called The Gray Man. And it's uh, kind of an action thriller kind of thing. And it was uh, directed by the Russo brothers, um, and also uh, written by them and uh, the guy, the guys who basically who did the same team who did you know a bunch of the Captain America movies and you know a bunch of the Avengers movies. So you know, mm, okay, very good uh, action pedigree there. You know, the directing team and the screenwriting team, um, and it was it's based on a, a 2009 novel by a guy named uh, Mark Greeny, who um, was like a he was a collaborator with uh, Jack Ryan on some of the later like Tom Clancy novels, I guess. Like he wanted, you know, um, I'm sorry, Tom Clancy or Jack Ryan. <laughs> I'm getting all confused. I'm getting my names mixed up. But he worked with Tom Clancy on some of the later Jack Ryan novels, and then he hmm. kind of took over the series after Clancy passed away. And um, anyway, so he did. That's his kind of his writing background. Um, the Gray Man is actually a series. Did you guys know that? It's a, no, no, what? It's a it's a eleven book series. Oh, okay. And they had been trying to uh, adapt this uh, into uh, film for the longest time. Like I think they started, they started trying to adapt it back in 2011. And originally, like Brad Pitt was attached. Oh wow! And then later on, um, Charlize Theron was attached in kind of a, a gender swap version of mm-hmm. the role. And but it just kind of lingered in development hell. It just never got made until until finally now you know it got made today. And um, so yeah, so it's. Uh, Anyway, it, it 
I don't know. I really, I really had fun watching it. It was yeah. uh, you know, kind mm-hmm. of a good, you know, one of those, uh, you know, CIA espionage thriller type movies. So. Yeah, yeah, kind of like James Bond without the gadgets. Yeah, 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 like total Daniel Craig, like getting your ass beat constantly. <laughs> but, but still having a sense of humor about it <laughs> and, and I think uh, like when we were talking about it at first I think you mentioned it first mm-hmm. I think you said oh yeah you guys seen the gray man or whatever and it was on my list because anything with Jessica Hanwick in it is on my list <laughs> right so, <laughs> uh, and, you know she she plays a, a smaller supporting role but it's still a pretty important role but anyway so it was on my list and when you know then you said you watched it so I was like okay well I'm going to watch it yes and I'm glad I did yeah good movie I I felt like while I was watching it that it was kind of like this Jason Bourne, um, John Wick mashup kind of thing. Um, I kind of felt like, yeah, most people are going to think this is like a Jason or a, a Jason, a John Wick copy. But I was like, I don't, I don't see this as being really a John Wick. Mm-hmm. I, I could see some some things about it that were similar but i actually felt like it was more of a like a jason Bourne type character yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and um uh yeah so i i and i enjoyed that and i also really liked the fact that chris evans was the douchebag bad guy yeah like he plays that so well yeah he did a really good job you know he i i as soon as i found out you know it's like oh chris evans is gonna be the bad guy oh man I bet this is going to be a douchebag because mm-hmm. I bet you he's really good at it. And he was. <laughs> he was like oh, so yeah. good at it. Oh my God, what an ass. Yeah. It was like really comedic too. It was almost like watching like Peacemaker. Like you you know you want to hate the guy, but he's also like that lovable asshole Captain Spaulding yeah, kind of guy. Yeah, kind of a little over the top. Yeah, it's like yeah. you want to see him win because even like it's like at the end you're like, oh no, he's not. But shit, what a good character, you know? <laughs> yeah, no. It's like, hmm. Did he have to die? Could he have just been taken out like temporarily and then he can come back for like the next movie? Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, you like know? Peacemaker. I'm like, dude, right? bring him back. Like man. the, like the, uh, you know, like the arch nemesis that just kind of never goes away. Like the, you know, the Joker to Batman. Right, yeah. It's like you never really get rid of the Joker. Well, I mean, it is greenlit for both a sequel and a spinoff. So, you know. Shit, watch. He's going to get his own spinoff. <laughs> He's going to get right? his own spinoff. So. They, they want to they want to make a gray man franchise out of it basically oh sure so. well why not i think it's uh got it's got uh definitely everything it needs for it yeah lots of source material too yeah so. mm-hmm. it need no. to be ongoing too just bring in a new number yeah boom what, yeah what they did i yeah. mean they've got some legs with that one so they should definitely run with it for sure um but i don't know apparently i'm a big ryan gosling fan i don't know i never really watched much with him in it I think years and years and years ago, uh, I had to watch The Notebook. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, yeah, he was uh, in the rom-com wheelhouse for a long yeah, time. So yeah, so I think I think that's the first time I ever saw him, and then I was just kind of like, after that, it was like, nah, okay, I'm kind of done, right? So then I've seen some stuff not with him in it since, like some scattered projects. Uh, I think I watched, what was it, Drive? He was okay. in there, and uh, but I think that was the only significant thing I saw him in. And then now I've seen him in like you know uh, the Blade Runner mm-hmm. and this movie, and um, what was it? We watched one other movie with him in it, and then last night we watched uh, 
the nice guys. Mm-hmm. He was in there. And I like everything he's doing. <laughs> Apparently, I just don't like him. I, I just don't like rom-coms. Maybe that's it. Yeah. So anyway. But anyway. Uh, so yeah, apparently I'm a big Ryan Gosling fan because I like the characters he plays, <laughs> you know. But uh, but yeah, I was definitely into the Gray Man. It was I was far better than what I was thinking it was going to be. I, I was just kind of like, oh great, you know, another. How did you guys decide spy. to? How did you guys decide to watch it? Bobby was really interested in uh, seeing it. She okay. kind of thought that it looked, you know, looked like a good action movie, and so I was kind of like, oh, you know. Okay, mm. another another uh, spy movie. Yeah, see, that's you know, why I was but, hesitant too. But it was good. Yeah. It was good. It was. It. I didn't feel like it. The, the only time I felt like I was just like, oh god, well that was predictable. Was like the very end of the movie. Like they're beating each other up hand to hand, and I'm like, oh god. Well, you can't be the fucking douchebag asshole bad guy if you don't have some stupid cheaty way to try to fucking win the fight because you're losing. Because <laughs> you're a little bitch ass mm-hmm. fucking thought you were going to win, but now you're not. So I'm going to, I'm going to just, I'm going to, I'm going to cheat and I'm going to kick your ass, you know, because I'm a fucking loser. Ugh, I was like, God. I was like, God damn it. some time to think about this. this. Oh, I, I just, I always hate that shit. I always hate it because it's just so fucking, it's so tropey and it's so predictable. It's like, why, if the, it, you know, it's not like he was getting his ass handed to him without putting out some punishment himself. It just happens that the good guy fucking got the upper hand and was winning. Can we just not have the good guy just win? Just flat out win? I'm like, Ugh, great. He's yeah. going to do something. They and had another did. eight minutes to fill, man. Come on. Oh, that's what are they going to do? Prob- Skip probably to filled out and, an extra yeah. few minutes. Okay, <laughs> I get it. But anyway, it wasn't enough to make me be like, oh, God, now I hate this movie. No, it's just for that one moment, I was just like, oh, well, didn't see that one coming. And then he still won, and everything was good. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so, But overall, I thought everything was really cool. I liked the whole story behind it. Um, uh, I yeah, I just like the way they put everything together. Mm-hmm. It was very well done, and I just didn't feel I didn't feel the whole time like I was just watching yet another version of a movie of uh, I've already seen. Right, yeah. Like mm-hmm. I felt like it was its own movie, and and very well done. So yeah, I felt more like a Bond flick, which I can really get into. Yeah, you know, I didn't, I did not, uh, I did not put that together. But now that you say that, I I I have to agree. I oh yeah, definitely see some some major bond elements in there just just no m yeah just no major bombshell no, either no but Q. i didn't need it you know just yeah. the chase Make, scenes got it all the action scenes the shooting all that it's like perfect was it something that was on your radar as well I, or it was it was on the list but i was like eh, like, like how Kyle was saying it's like it felt like another john wick thing or like mm. but after like after watching it for maybe like 10 minutes when they started saying oh it's just another thursday i'm like oh shit i'm hooked <laughs> right like, okay you're both going through some shit okay uh, okay yeah. two broken pieces are gonna fix each other I'm like, okay yeah so yeah i was very happy with that bobby's been uh she's been picking some real winners nice. recently yeah she's on a roll right now <laughs> so i'm uh i am definitely not um worried about her choices anymore <laughs> i just go i don't care what i think about it it's probably gonna be good you know, so yeah, she's definitely on a roll at this moment. 
Cool. Well, all right. So that is uh, The Gray Man on Netflix. Check that out. All right. Uh, so we're going to move on to the beer. Kyle brought the beer, and I think I'm almost done with mine. <laughs> it's hard not to be. Yeah, I'm like it's very easy drinking. Uh, so what did you bring, Kyle? It is Summer Bliss uh, Tropical Wheat from uh, New Belgium Brewing Ooh. Company. And uh, God damn, it is so good. Like, it is hard not to just be drinking the shit out of this. Um, let me see here. I'm trying to read this. It's uh, wheat beer with mango and spices Ooh. and um definitely mango um loving that mango and and uh i i don't know that we've ever had a beer that was quite this appropriately named mm-hmm. uh this is summer bliss dude Indeed. it is so good and i think the what is it it's only like five and a half yeah so it's only like five and a half so you can definitely have a few of them uh but uh you know, it is a summer day today. It feels like a summer day today. And mm-hmm. uh, let me take a drink. So I have a dumb question. That tastes just like summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what is a wheat beer like compared to other beers that are not wheat? Like, um, Well, because you primarily use wheat, whereas uh, other beers are more barley. Oh. So uh, with sometimes there will be some wheat in it. Okay. But usually uh, a wheat beer will be like 50% or more of the grain bill will be wheat. Um, whereas um, a lot of beers that you drink are typically barley. Mm. But wheat is nice because uh, you get kind of that light, crisp beer. Okay. Yeah. I don't. Most of your wheat beers are always going to be like lighter. Okay. Um, like lighter beers you they pair these up with like pizzas and stuff like that it's like a yeah. afternoon kind of light yes crisp. this exactly. is like a day drinker thing okay it is oh okay. it so is is anything in our nobody's hero line a, a wheat beer didn't you have a blonde something i did but it wasn't wheat uh Not you know i don't think that we do have a wheat beer really oh maybe maybe that needs to fill up the one of the open spots because i go. think we yeah. have like three still we have like two or three i think open yeah. slots so this would be a good for circles yeah yeah because circles uh-huh. always makes me feel like summer when i listen to it right so maybe we have to have a a wheat beer there you go see we're making shit up on on the spot on right? our show <laughs> you you're a fly on the wall to uh the creations of second player score yeah that's it's already been tra- patented and trademarked so don't try it yeah <laughs> by the time this released <laughs> but, yeah, but this is very tasty a uh, new belgium they do don't they do like fat tire yes yeah mm-hmm. okay yeah that's their that's their major trademark yeah oh, you know? i was so into fat tire at one point like years ago it was, right. it was funny like um at, at my day job, like we like, there's a, a few of us that we're always like, we're really, really into fat tire. Is that a New Belgium glass? <laughs> it is. It is right. Cause I remember. Yes, yeah. yeah, that's right. Cause it tra- has the the etch of the the bicycle on the bottom. That's right. Yeah. I am drinking a New Belgium beer and a New Belgium glass. Yeah, so perfect. Which we we got at the Mickey Finn show. Right. That's yep. right. Yeah, because it was a promotion. They came mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. It was uh, that uh, real dark beer. I can't remember what it was, but it. The guy was the guy that was there from New Belgium or representing them was all into like, <laughs> you know, he's like talking about because it, it had midnight weed in it, you know, and <laughs> that was like such a big deal, you know, because <laughs> I think it was fairly new to the market at that point. Oh, okay, okay, you know, um, 
And so, yeah, he was like so into it because they used midnight wheat in this beer. What is midnight wheat? It's just a really super dark uh, roasted wheat. Oh, okay. Um, you just use like little bits of it to um, to get that color or mm. that roasty oh, flavor. Okay. You know? It's hoping some lore, like it only grows at midnight. Like It's, it's that rare. Or like, <laughs> at least that's what I made it sound like. <laughs> yeah, you know? I've, like, I've used it uh, a, on a couple of beers that I brewed just like for color okay. and stuff. And uh, that, or, or like I say, you can sometimes get a roasty flavor out of it. Kind of that, that burnt, like coffee bean kind of thing going on. But Ooh. you don't usually use that much because it is so dark. There's other, there's other um, grains that you can use to, to get that roasty flavor. Mm-hmm. So this one, typically midnight wheat. What they, I think what they like about it so much is you can, uh, you can use it for color. It's because of the way that it's um, made and what it is, that's all it will do. You won't, you don't have to worry about like weird flavors mm. and stuff. Cause sometimes that really dark stuff, if you use too much of it can kind of produce some flavors that are not so attractive. Oh, and uh, trippy. Whereas midnight wheat, you can get that color. Uh, Cause it's, it's really super black but you don't get that kind of off-putting flavors from it. It's a lot no. smoother. Okay. Did you use that in Comets? No. Oh, okay. So the more you describe it, I'm like, I think I know what you're talking about. No, I used a... Uh, no, Comets' big signature was that I used a um, a smoked barley. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they call it Rauschmalt. It's a German thing. And if you use a little bit of it, it'll give you that kind of smoky finish. Because, okay. you know, I okay. mean... You know, when the world is destroyed by comets, there's <laughs> uh, obviously going to be some fucking fire. Right, right. You know, so you got a smoky beer. Yeah, nothing fell down this time when we played it at the Brewfest. That's right. right. <laughs> I was waiting for that. I was like, yeah, is, is something yeah. going to happen? Yeah, although did you notice that massive banner? They had it They had it tied down to a uh, bucket that was filled with a bunch of water. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah it was right behind uh, you, right? So, yeah, Al, the sound guy, was saying, yeah, I'm really glad they did that because I said that... that f- <laughs> Because the banner took me out like two or three times yesterday. Oh, no. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and I could see why, man, because that thing like was just, you know, every time the wind shifted direction, man, you could, that, that thing would just take off. But, uh, you know, it was anchored. Right, yeah. So I was like, oh, well, I'm like, they didn't have this anchored yesterday? He's like, oh, no. <laughs> no, this thing was just doing whatever it wanted. Oh, and I'm like, damn, dude. This is one of the best sound guys ever. Oh, You're God. so damn funny. Yeah. See, like, in the middle of the set, he just comes walking out like, hey, dude, who comes walking up to me like I thought something was broken. He just puts down a bottle of water. It's like, it's kind of boring, but it's wet, and just walks off. And I'm like, <laughs> right. middle of the song. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. I mean, plus, everything <laughs> sounded great. So, yeah. It was, dude, uh, yeah, Al is like really good. So okay, so uh, like, what what were your favorite beers from from Beer Fest? Uh, well, the the, the winner definitely was the uh, orange marmalade sour from yes. um, uh, Heathen Brewing. Mm. I mean, not that I tasted everything that existed out there yesterday, but I've got to say, so it is hard to get into a Heathen Brewing line on any brew fest. Those guys just in general make incredibly like just unworldly beers Mm -hmm. like they really just make some great stuff and um like i i know the i i got lucky enough years back when they were still very small 
um, I got to meet the owner and then their head brewer. I don't know if he's still, I'm assuming he's still the head brewer there. Um, but uh, I got to like hang out and do a couple of brew days with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I got to see how they run things. And man, they, they're just like really fucking good at what they do. And so um, the past couple of brew fests, I've just not been able to like wait long enough to get anything from them. <laughs> but I saw, I saw when I uh, was kind of researching what was going on with brew fest um, on online, I saw, you know, some of the breweries got to kind of say like, Oh, Hey, we're going to have this mm. spotlight, whatever they were going to have there. And uh, that was their spotlight. And I was like, dude, I have got to have this, right? So that was kind of the advantage was, so the last time we played there five years ago, when we got off stage, dude, everyone was packing up. Like we couldn't get a fucking beard to Um, save our lives, right? right? I still have tokens left. Right? So (laughs) the nice thing was, was this year, like we got done, but but they they were still pouring for another 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people had already left. So, I mean, some lines were longer than others, but none of the lines were like, terribly long mm-hmm. and so I literally got into the heathens line went in got that orange marmalade walked to the back of the line and drank yeah. the beer <laughs> remember you were telling me that i'm like you are a genius so i did that and then i got back to the front i'm like they were out of the peanut butter one like the 10 percent peanut butter oh, one. Yeah, and i was like just reading it i'm like oh what it's like the girl that got away i'm like i'm still like oh Maybe if I got it the first time through, or oh, yeah. you know, like. I got that um, uh, Pagani. It was their um, so so. I got the, the you know the marmalade one, and then so we're, we're drinking that, and then I get back up to the front, and I got the Pagani, which was their Italian Pilsner, right? Mm. Like a Peroni or whatever, mm-hmm. dude. Fuck Peroni. I mean, <laughs> I mean that stuff's just kind of like the Budweiser of italian beer right i mean it's what everybody drinks yeah right dude this stuff oh man such a better example (laughs) of like uh i just everything they do is really good yeah yeah. uh and then i think Mm -hmm. the one of my other favorites was that mango uh beer from uh heavy metal brewing Mm. dude that was ridiculous Mm. i mean it was so like it was so mango but it wasn't like I didn't feel like I was drinking fucking Kool Aid, oh, yeah. or or like like it didn't feel like syrupy sweet or anything, but it was really upfront mango and it was so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? I took pictures of it because I knew I wouldn't remember shit. <laughs> yeah, Victor um, Twenty Three, the jet fuel. That was the first ones we got, right? Oh yeah, Ooh, yeah, dude. Yeah. The D- the DB Cooper one, dude. That stuff was ridiculous. It was really nine percent. Good, yeah, it was nine oh percent, but it didn't taste like it, right. You like like it's a good thing they tell you because uh, I would be drinking that just like any other just sure. light beer. Right. right. Uh, Lewitt had a couple of really good beers. Yep. Uh, yeah, I had the Ranger. Yeah, oh, I had the, the Ranger. Because I'm, I'm looking yeah. at it, right? Yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm oh, so yep, cheating. They have the pictures. <laughs> yeah. I had both. We went back later on, and I ended up getting the Ranger. Um, uh, I mean, that was the first booth I went to. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. Mm-hmm. We always get, well, and the nice thing was, like, Devin was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not often that you go to one of these booths and you see one of the owner-operators, like, pouring beer. Right, yeah. It's really hard to find that. Most of the time, it's, like, some volunteers or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe, maybe uh, uh, so, like, I know Heathen has 
um, like an actual restaurant and everything. So mm-hmm. the people behind there, they're probably like maybe a couple of their bartenders or something, probably representing. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, other places just have. I I don't know what they do. We're doing this year. Um, I got the impression that a lot of the booths I went to were people that were somehow associated with the brewery. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Like Heathen, I would definitely figure that some of the people that were pouring their beer were from, uh, were affiliated with Heathen Brewing somehow. Right. Um, Brothers Cascadia, the guy that was there definitely talking with him. He either is a brewer there. He may have even been an owner opera. I'm, I'm not sure, but he definitely had something to do with that place. Mm. Uh, but in years past when we've gone, like you go up and try to talk to these people about, well, what about this? What about that? And they're just kind of like, know, cause they're just volunteers. Yeah. Right. They're yeah. like, I, I have no idea. I, I don't yeah. know anything about this beer. I'm just pouring it. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah. But this year seemed to be filled with more people that were representing, like, the, representing yeah. and knowledgeable. So maybe, maybe, uh, from the years past, uh, these breweries have gone like, Oh, I think we should have people that know what they're talking about here. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. So, right. So like, what do you why would you beer? Like, it's wet. Yeah. I mean, that's what yeah. that, I just think that's what people expect. You yeah. Know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, that's what they expect is that you're going to have someone. We, oh, we went to. Uh, did you go to Fremont? I don't think so. Uh, so we went there. They definitely. Uh, they definitely were uh, from Fremont mm. uh, Brewing. Um, we got uh, a sour beer from them. Fuck! <laughs> it was so good. Uh, I had ordered something from them and they uh were trying to pour it and they couldn't which we've had fremont on here we had the sea kraken oh yeah yeah so they had that there they had that there uh but they were out of that and then of course uh, they had this (laughs) this uh cold ipa and i was gonna get that but that blew the keg as they were trying to pour it and so i'm like well what do you have left right and she's like well i got this sour beer you you want some of that i'm like fuck yeah you know give me some of that yeah dude I'm glad the other one blew because it was so Whoa. good. Like uh, Fremont makes some really good beers just in general, but sure, yeah. God, this sour. Was that the raspberry one? Yeah. Oh, oh I the, did have, yeah, I did the one that, that was mislabeled, right? It was, I did have it was, it was right. The yeah, it was, thing, yeah, it was. Or? Oh no, that was from uh, that was from a different place. Oh, okay. The mislabeled one was from Brothers Cascadia. Oh, all right, all right. Yeah, but this one was a raspberry. And it was so yeah. good, yeah. dude. Yeah, they were the ones right next to uh, Lewitt. Right, right. Oh, yeah. God, that was some good beer. Yeah. I could not work one of those events because I would... <laughs> yeah, I've, one I, for I you, one for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> one for you, two for me. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, my God. I just... I wouldn't be able to, like, not be drinking, especially if I'm pouring shit that I really like. Right, yeah. yeah like you got to describe the notes as you smell it, yeah. right? And then you drink it, and you're like, yeah, I get this. I get this. Yeah. 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 All right, so, that's, uh, so that's the Vancouver Brewfest, and we'll circle back to uh, Summer Bliss New Belgium, which <laughs> which I think uh, me and Dan have already finished, and you are I, almost I'm, about. Oh, I'm just yeah. about done. Like it's not often that I completely down an entire beer during an episode, but how do you not with this? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it is so good. Yeah. yeah, like this is some easy drinking beer. It is. Yeah, it just is, five and a half yeah. keeps the conversation going. Yeah, you know, totally. Just, so, all right. Okay. So I guess that is the end of another episode of Second Player Speaks. Uh, we are Second Player Score. We are a band, but we are more than a band. We do all, all kinds of other stuff, uh, including we actually have. 
I know if you've been listening to the show, you know, you've heard me talk about our comic books, and our novels, and our, our unproduced screenplays. We also have an unproduced teleplay for like a pilot episode of a, of a series, of a TV series uh, called Hold My Beer. Which um, is uh, based? It's a dramedy based right here in Vancouver. Um, you know, the setting is kind of the the, the local craft brewing industry. Um, you know, the the plot is more. You know, it's different from that. But that's the, that's the, that's a setting anyway. And uh, you know, so that's one of the things that we've that we've done. And uh, you know, uh, we're we're gonna try to. I don't know. We have some ideas to uh, you know, that that been inspired by yesterday's brew fest that we're gonna kind of kick around here after after we're done here. So uh, check us out at secondplayerscore.com. Uh, follow us on Facebook and on Instagram and watch, uh, oh, listen to, sorry, listen to Escape from the Zoo <laughs> from Houston. Uh, watch The Gray Man on Netflix and drink the Summer Bliss Tropical Wheat from New Belgium. All right. Um, did I miss something? I think good? you covered all bases I, I, there. I think everything's covered. Oh, um. We're also going to be taking uh, another summer vacation. Well, we, oh, had, we had a yes. summer vacation part mm-hmm. one. Now we're going to be doing summer vacation part two, and I think we're going to be gone for the next three, three weeks. weeks or so. But yeah. then, but not to worry. We'll be back with much more shenanigans oh to come. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to tell you all about Megadeth. Your drummer's lame. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your drummer's lame and has to have time off, but we will have fun things to talk about when we get back because, yeah. Megadeth field trip. I think on Megadeth will, will, be a, will be a band. We should talk about Megadeth as a band on the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yes. Okay. <laughs> Without a doubt. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you in a few weeks. See you. Aloha. <laughs> You've been listening to the Second Player Speaks podcast with Second Player Score. 